Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. How's it going, everybody? It's time for the Famous Dead People podcast, the first one of 2019. Thank you so much for coming with us into the new year. This, of course, is the only podcast that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jared Bernstein. Today on the show, we have Lady Godiva, the 11th century noblewoman who, according to legend, took this famous naked horseback ride through town. We really got into that legend. And one of the most successful contemporary authors of all time, the man responsible for the Jurassic Park franchise, Michael Crichton. Uh, A couple of quick announcements before we get to the episode. Guys, Improv Team University is being retired, so you gotta come out if you wanna check out one of our last shows. There's only five left. We got this Thursday, every Thursday in January, those are the last junior varsity shows you could ever see, so you got to come down to the Magnet Theater one of these Thursdays in January, 7 p.m., Magnet Theater, the last junior varsity shows. Uh, you should also check out fresh Famous Dead People episodes every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Email us at famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.org. Just heard from a fan recently, and I can't tell you how delightful it was. Buy my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. Rate and review the podcast. Tell your friends. Leave a comment. And, of course, you can check out all my stuff at jarrettberenstein.com. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy Michael Crichton and Lady Godiva only on Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. It's time. Time to start the show. Famous dead people. People you know. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. The story stuck in the head. You're gonna hear awful from me, even though all these people are dead. My guests today on Famous Dead People are 11th century English noblewoman, the Countess of Mercia, aka Lady Godiva. Yes, hello. Hello. And 20th century American author and screenwriter, best known for work such as Jurassic Park and Sphere, Michael Crichton. <gasps> Hello, uh, Mr. Yeah. Crichton. I love Sphere. Miss Godiva, mm. thank you so much for joining us here on Famous Dead People. Oh, so good to be so here. So good to uh, be here. Let's the- uh, let's just start off with uh, Lady Godiva. Wow, you cutting us off. I feel like we still will be talking. And we then, were like- happy to see you. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Like I didn't realize that you guys stepping. You're just clipping on like the last word. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you guys had, um, you know, more catch up to do. <laughs> um, I just I didn't realize that you guys had a relationship that you needed to, to okay. you know, to, yeah. to, to like uh, to touch base. There's a lot yeah. you don't know, and that's There's what we're gonna get into. That's why you guys are here. We're really gonna get into mm-hmm. uh, your life, your life stories, yeah. and just like what's going on with Lady Gadiva yeah. and Michael Crichton. Pick apart the wiki page. You yes, know, let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Uh, let's start off with you, Lady Godiva, if I may. Oh, yeah. Uh, so not a lot is known about your actual life. There is, of course, the famous story Correct. about your naked horse ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the actual historical information is a little sparse. So let's first start off with the legend of the horse ride. Yes. Okay, so it goes that you're married to the Earl of Mercia, a man named Leo Frick. Ooh. Correct. Leo Frick. And the people are suffering under his Ugh. rule because he has these totally. really high taxes Ooh. that he's that he's charging everybody. Uh-huh. Okay, Good so, setup. Good so, setup. Okay. Uh-huh. So these taxes are you you're seeing this firsthand that it's hard for people to pay that your husband's taxes, is that right? Absolutely. Okay. Therefore jump to I get on the horse. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. sorry. Oh. <laughs> totally let's not, naked. Let's not put the naked horse ride before the cart. Oh. The cart before the naked horse. That's what I should have said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I wanted to see, like, so so are, like, people coming up to you and being like, oh, I can't afford my baby's medicine. I can't yes. afford food and stuff like that. And then they said, please get on that horse no, totally naked. I can't. I, that's not, but, see, all right. Because I, 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 I want to I want to flesh this out. I want to like figure oh, out the beauty of the story. Oh, here. you know what? Can I say as a writer, I'm always like, get to, to it. The point. Get yeah. to the naked Thank horse. You. Yeah. And sh- the people are asking for it, do it. <laughs> I just don't know what, what's so complicated. Can I get a little more sound in my headphones? Sure, absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, that's better? so much better. Okay. <laughs> When I can hear the timbre of my own voice, then mm-hmm. I can really play. Then you know you what I'm really talking know. about. I do, yes. <laughs> yeah, it just feels better to do the radio it show when you can hear yourself. It just feels so much better. Yes. Um, anyway, oh, shoot. Set mm-hmm. me up again, Jared. I forgot what I... <laughs> what? Well, we were talking about the taxes that your husband had put oh, correct, on the correct, poor correct, people. Correct. I guess I'm just not entirely certain why there's, like, confusion here. Because, like, mm-hmm. people were sad. Mm-hmm. Get naked and ride around. But see, here's the thing is that I Morale. don't think that if I'm a peasant, my brain isn't immediately going to go to 
you know what would solve this problem oh, of these high taxes. Oh, but it is, taxes. Jared. Really? Close your eyes, my dear. <laughs> okay, I'm closing my Picture eyes. Picture me naked on a horse when you said. Okay. Oh, oh, so they were saying, <laughs> so they were like, uh, it'll just really cheer us he up. He never closed his eyes. <laughs> I, I just want everyone eyes. to know. I would love it. I Thank you so eyes. much. You're welcome. I did for a moment. No. For a moment, You know, I did. it's okay to give in, my dear. Of mm-hmm. course. I'm just saying that I think, so what you're saying is that people wanted you to ride the horse naked because they were like, that, that'll be entertainment. It'll they did not. They didn't want to. They didn't know they wanted me to. Okay. I, I'm an entertainer, my dear. <laughs> At the end of the day, I knew how to solve the problem, which was just like, give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you suspected in your heart. She's an entertainer. Like that... Glenn Beck or Alex Jones. Oh, I, just yes. Helping people out. Father John yeah. Misty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of them. A musician uh, I just o- learned OJ about. Simpson, Bill mm-hmm. Cosby. Oh, the Jews. Wonderful entertainers, mm-hmm. all of them. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, all great energy and Lady Godiva, of course. Graham Nash. So yeah. you know, you're, you're like watching all these people suffer with these high taxes, and you're like, you're like, everybody's gonna get so happy. Everybody's gonna be so feel so much better. What if I are ride you confused about? I just want to clear things up. Okay, I just wanted to make right. sure that's what you're saying is that I'm gonna get on this horse and ride naked, and everyone's gonna be happy it, that I'm doing it. Yes, and really, just not just like sexual arousal, mm-hmm. but really like. In awe yes. of like the performance aspect of it, okay. you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, that's it's certainly a spectacle. You oh, know? you're telling to me to see a noble woman ride her horse through the middle of town with long hair. With long mm-hmm. hair, of oh. course. Um, so yeah. So can you tell me like something that somebody told you about their struggle? Because because you then go to your oh. husband and you're like you're like, can you lower the taxes, please? Because these people are struggling, right? Correct. Okay. So like, what's something that someone said to you that you're like? You're like, that sounds really bad. I have to go and talk to my husband about like oh, lowering the taxes. You know? Okay. So um, there was this family and mm-hmm. they had just gone to like an art fair, a local art fair. Okay. Michael, do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Of course I do. <laughs> like one of those like, uh, yeah, an uh, affordable art fair type mm-hmm. thing. And they bought a bunch of prints, mm-hmm. beautiful prints. And then they wanted to get them framed, but it was too expensive. Mm-hmm. They had budgeted out enough to get Everything framed and matted, not just like regular framed. Are you with me? I am with you, yeah. Matting and then like <sighs> picking out a pit, like an ex- an interesting frame. When they got there, they didn't consider that like the, the tax would add like almost $200, at the, $250 at the Whoa. end. Whoa, it's too much. And it's too much. Yeah. And so they came to me and they said, I can't get any of my prints framed from the affordable art fair. The tags, it's putting me over the edge. Mm-hmm. And that, criminal. I, I, criminal. It, yeah, and I just thought to myself, that is exactly criminal. It was so sad. Mm-hmm. So sad. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be harder struggles, like not being able to afford medicine, food and stuff like that. But well, that's that certainly, too. that's certainly. But that's a story. And you kind of already said that up top. Mm. So I just wanted to give a totally different thing. You okay. Know? Yeah. No, that's, that's a very good example. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's pivot over to Michael Crichton for just okay. a moment. Oh, hang uh, on. Let me, let me just finish this last passage mm-hmm. i'm sorry uh, are you writing right now or something yes. hang on hang on mm-hmm. and he's really writing which i love mm-hmm. both of them did okay great <laughs> <laughs> oh spoiler uh, both spoiler. Of them, uh, so so what is this thing that you're working on right now i just had a curiosity this, this yeah. is called um it's called the, the two kids the two kids uh-huh. mm-hmm. all right and it's about these two kids who uh now you get this mm-hmm. they uh they swap parents yeah. Now they look like each other. I don't okay. want to give too much away. <laughs> but okay. Mm. Yeah. Now that sounds, oh, that sounds great. So are they are they related to each other, these two mm-hmm. kids? <clears throat> yeah. So they're twins and they decide to switch parents. Is Dennis yes. Quaid gonna play the, the, the daddy in the movie? Um he might. He's way up there. Okay. Now, the, the, He's on your short list. Yeah. No, the the is the name in the movie or the name in the book is uh Glennis Plaid. <laughs> Glennis Plant. Oh, a slant rhyme. Yeah. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, right. An original. So, um, obviously, really you are no stranger to writing incredible books that mm. then become incredible movies. <laughs> yes. uh, you were responsible for one of the most successful film franchises of all time, the Jurassic Park movies. Oh, that old chestnut. Huge, huge yes. films, all of them. And in those movies, you explore a common theme in your writing, Mm -hmm. the failure of complex systems due to human error. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So was this an idea that you, (laughs) as you're writing, you just, I 
just really like it when like man's hubris like like fails and uh and you know and and like you know titanic giant uh catastrophes happen or whereas there's something that happened to you in your life that made you think like i need to tell everybody about the fallibility of humans and technology sure of course mm-hmm. i get this question a lot and oh, the yeah. answer is always <laughs> a lie but this one is the truth oh wow i've well, decided to shed my layers that's wonderful. Oh, yes i'm so glad we're getting that exclusive but what's yes. the lie that you usually tell people the lie is usually um <laughs> no no i usually say no I usually say... I don't feel comfortable sharing. I don't feel comfortable saying yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or I say, hey, look over there, and I run away. Or do you say, I don't know? I don't even know? Yeah. Okay. You know what I say? I say, da na 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 and then everybody's gone. We're all singing it, and that's they just, it. They just, they're just projected on uh, that magical journey yeah. to Jurassic Park. Thank you, John. So then what's the actual story then? The actual story yeah. is, yes, something happened to me. Okay. Of so that explains your fascination with stories of man's hubris. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, and, and systems failing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I was, um, <clears throat> you know, as a child, I was out. I would always play in my hometown of... Um, somewhere in Long Island, I Long think. Long Island, right? yep. It's a big island, long, mm. you know. Uh, w- cold winters, mm. cold summers. Oh. Because we're out there on the, the island, and dry I would always sail. Dry. Yeah, try it. You know what? I just wanted to mm-hmm. clarify mm-hmm. Uh, that you were born in Chicago, mm. I think. Yes. Oh, Jerry, Chicago. put that laptop away. Honestly. I know. It's get, so geez, annoying. Get out of here. There are two famous people here. That's Stop looking at your phone. People. I apologize. So as I was I saying, apologize. I was oh. sailing on Lake Michigan. <laughs> right Thank there. Thank you. Yep. Right <laughs> off of uh, Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go Cubs, go. <laughs> oh, go Cubs, go. Crosstown Classic. To get tickets to that would be just. Oh, amazing. You know what? I'm so sorry, but I'm back on your Wikipedia. Yes. And it looks like you were born in... <laughs> Tampa, Florida. Oh, so I apologize. Oh, Jared, stop race. looking boo, at your boo, phone. Boo. I'm so sorry. Stop looking at your phone. I'm so sorry about that. I dated I a guy who was on the farm team for the Devil Race. Oh, really? Ugh. <laughs> oh, terrible. Moving so you were on. saying yeah. about your uh, So I was saying I was uh, in Tampa. I was uh, sailing on the um, uh, Atlantic Ocean <laughs> and uh, just, you know, I. Take, uh, uh, you know, winters in Tampa, summers in St. Pete, <laughs> oh. uh, St. Petersburg, which is right across Correct. there. And I would, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm so sorry to interrupt again. Oh. I apologize, but I'm oh, just, God. I'm looking at your Wikipedia. I don't uh-huh. know where I keep on, I keep on fudging this up. Go Rays. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it looks like you're actually, you were actually born in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like. Oh. Of get off your get off of technology. Technology's I'm ruining us. I'm so sorry. I so love sorry I love just a paper book. <laughs> you know, we need more paper books. This oh. is what I was telling mm. uh, Elvis. <laughs> this is grave when I was there in uh, Memphis mm. when I was grown up. In Tennessee. Yep, mm-hmm. I was over at, uh, eating some barbecue. I was sailing on um, <laughs> a sailing. landlocked uh, <laughs> boat. <laughs> I was sailing in my imagination. Enjoying the local sports team. The Grizzlies. Yes, that's true. So enjoying some Grizzlies basketball. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes, you were saying the failure of man's technology. The failure of man, yeah. Mm, Complex systems. Complex systems. So Mm -hmm. there I was, you know, on the the stern of a uh, fake boat, Mm -hmm. uh, sailing in my own mind. And I just... mm, I, I looked out and I saw a uh, I saw a stray dog, <gasps> a stray dog, and I ran after this dog. Four legs. Four oh legs. Yeah, I know a four legged dog that's a stray. <laughs> I can't believe it. A three legged dog, throw him out. Yeah. Put normally, him down. Normally, if it's a stray dog, it's because somebody had a four legged dog. Something went wrong. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now they didn't have the number of legs they wanted, and they were like, "I don't want this dog anymore." So yep. go live on the street. Yeah. Dog. Where am I putting a three wheeled car? In the woods. In the woods. That's exactly where I'm putting mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying you see this dog and it's got all four see legs. See this dog. So rare for a stray. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I chase after it, of course. Um, and I it run deep into the woods. Oh. Yeah. Everything around me is absolutely is is gone. I can't I can't see anything except trees and trees. And then snap. I fall into a hole. Your oh my ankle? God. Yeah. My ankle's broken. <laughs> My ankle has snapped. 
A lot of a lot of things happen all at once. Uh, snap the hole, oh. snap the ankle. Ah, <laughs> uh, the snaps, I hear them all. Uh, every time I eat that breakfast cereal, I just get nightmares. Mm. Uh, Would that be a uh, Rice Krispie treat? That's, that uh, oh, uh, I so thought it was life. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was hoping it was life. Oh. Lady Godiva, it oh. is life. Uh, it is life. Well, Rice Krispies sponsors the Grizzlies, so oh. every time I look up, oh, God. Jumbo I, understand. Truck, I get a flashback. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the mm-hmm, dog. Mm-hmm. The dog up there. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I said, save me, dog. And he ran out, and he got a company. Oh. He got... Um, uh, you know, a Memphis company. He got. Oh. He brought a company to help. He you? Saw, he w- ran to a company, mm, and okay. the company looked down and said, <gasps> "Oh, okay, okay, we're not going to help you." <gasps> oh my God! Was it like? I said, I'm like down. a landscaping company. What it was, was it? no. It was a big company. It was. You know what it was? Of course, I can't believe I forgot this. It was um, Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh. It was. He ran oh. to go get. It was the headquarters of Bed Bath and Beyond, mm-hmm. and they make. You know, bed sheets and stuff that you could, yeah, you could put down there. I'm yes. totally aware. Yeah. Yes. They, yes. I'm sure, they have ladders. They ladders, have ladders at Bed Bath and Beyond. R- you know, ropes. You need those in your bed. String lights in your bath yeah. and beyond. Yeah, agreed. In yeah. and in your hole. Yeah. And in your hole that you're in, your woods hole. Yeah. Some uh, people use a hole as their bath. Your yes, bog, agreed. as mm-hmm. I think it's called. Of course, of yeah. course. So I and I said, oh God, I see now. Our fallacy. I will create a bunch of metaphors wow. for this. So all because a company wouldn't help you, you're like, oh, the the fault here is man. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's man. what it, I forgot completely what <laughs> you know we were what? talking about. I looked up and the CEO of Bed Bath & Beyond... <laughs> Ron Bedman. Yeah. He broke that dog's neck. <gasps> oh, my God. And he threw it down in the hole with me. Oh, no. Did and he say something like, it's the company that made me do this? He said, I will never pay for this. Oh, my God. And he of said, course. yeah. Wow. He said, I'll see you in the beyond. Wow. <gasps> and then I found beyond. a, um, <clears throat> once I'd eaten the dog, um, uh-huh. He threw the dog carcass down the hole, uh-huh. and, then and time the passed, and I'm, and I'm cutting passed. right to it. Of course, I'm getting yeah, to the yeah, naked. Yeah, yeah, Classic yeah, yeah. Michael Crichton writing. <laughs> Within the dog's stomach was a uh, fly encased in amber, and <gasps> I thought you were going to say are. a five dollar off coupon. No, baby. no, something else. They would never do that. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you found a fly. You found a mosquito in, in amber. In amber. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What a beautiful necklace that would be. Yes. And then you then uh, uh, synthesized a dinosaur and that helped you escape the hole. What? Excuse me? And I'm just trying to. Jared, please. Jared, I know please. you have somewhere to be, but like, honestly, <laughs> yeah. Jared's what? got a train to catch. He has made that Jeez. perfectly clear. <laughs> honestly, though. I am. I do not think that I am <laughs> rushing you, my guests. I just thought I, I wanted I'm to help I'm in a hole. Play. My leg is broken. And in you... the woods, there's no science around. Okay. And somehow I synthesize. No science around. Ugh. Yes. I don't I'm... know what you brought with you on this walk in the woods. Run. It was this, a run. It was a run. a run after the dog. That's Thank right. you for listening, if one you're, of you. If you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guests today are 20th century American author and screenwriter Michael Crichton. Oh, talk to the left, because you ain't a writer. <laughs> and 11th century English noblewoman, the Countess of Mercia, a.k.a. Lady Godiva. Oh, hello, everyone. Uh, so let's go back to Lady Godiva for just a moment. Okay. So, um, and then we'll find out how Michael Crichton got out of that hole. Uh, you ask your husband, Leo Frick, mm-hmm. again and again to ease up on the taxes. But each time he's like, no way, absolutely not. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Gotcha. Total 100%. Okay. So did you ever like try to like change up your tactic? Like, you know, oh, you're just asking oh, him oh. point blank or would you ever try to like trick him or try to have a compromise or a negotiation or anything? Like, Yes. Mm-hmm. Leo Frick loved a good scalp massage. Okay. And so sometimes I would really... Try to get in there. Mm. Everyone, please close your eyes. Okay, I'm Jared, closing my eyes. Don't disobey me. I'm closing my eyes. Okay. Close. Now imagine the nails of a lovely lady mm-hmm. just scratching around on your scalp. Oh, that feels nice. Right? Yeah, I'm imagining it. And I can now... feel the scratch. <laughs> oh, you actually are closing your eyes. Oh. So... Everybody in the studio's eyes are closed. <laughs> yeah. And now imagine, imagine having such a so no so little heart and so little soul mm-hmm. that not even that can get you to just 
waver and oh, change wow. your mind. Yeah. What an awful husband Leah Frick yeah. was. You, you were not. Um... If you can't succumb to a lovely lady scratching your scalp, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Everything. Yeah. Was this ever? Was there ever a point where you thought about just like leaving Leo Frick? Like. Like he's, he seems like he's a he's not a, a an, an empathetic person. Doesn't seem like he has a lot of heart. Completely, maybe but there's not the, a connection between the two of you. I mean, thank you for telling me what I already knew. <laughs> but that house was just to die for. I wasn't about to leave yeah. that. Ah, uh, you were addicted to the lifestyle. Absolutely, and mm. I have no shame. Mm-hmm. That castle was something else. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, so no, I couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. Anyway, fast forward. I mm-hmm. got naked. Wait, got wait, on the... uh, no, you're skipping Ugh. so many steps, Lady Godiva. It's just the people, the people uh, who are listening, they want to know all the specifics, all the oh. ins and outs. They want to know how we got to where we are. Okay. All right. So he eventually relents, uh-huh. Leo Frick, and he says that he will let up on taxes if you ride naked through the town on your horse. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't. Can think... I just say that the, I think that was obvious. We none of us needed to hear that. <laughs> What's up? That, Some people don't, don't know, know the tale of Lady Godiva. Some people don't know the story. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Is something frustrating you? Lady yes, what you. Is what? Why? You are really beaming at me that you've got to catch that train to Philly to hit <laughs> your stand-up gig. It's just really heavy on my heart. I apologize. I'm not. Oh. I don't. You know what? I, we, we will stay here for as long for as long as I we need. I feel rushed. I feel mm-hmm. tense. I'm picking up my rental car, but if I get there at four thirty, if hurts? I get there at five, are you are you going? I hurts? hurts. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Good well, boy. I'm a gold member, yeah. so Ooh, yeah. why? Mm-hmm. Why? Because it was free, and they said that you can just you can just go and you pick up the car. You don't have to sign any paperwork or anything. You okay. Just pick up and go. Back to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You asked, Lady Godiva. I know, but I think I got what I need. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're the one who really needs to cut to the chase. Say, Thank yeah. you. Your husband says, I will I will <laughs> let up on the taxes if you get on a horse naked and ride uh-huh. through the town. Okay. Yes. I don't think Leah Frick thought I would actually do it. Yeah, but he little, w- yeah, little did he know. Little did he know. That this is something that was you were secretly hoping to do, right? Absolutely. He didn't mm-hmm. know, and he never acknowledged, honestly, mm-hmm. that I was a performer through and through. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and this is this is a this is something that you were already thinking would be really good for the town. Absolutely, you know? for okay. years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's just a really happy coincidence, then, right? That just he, he just played right into your hands. He did, but you know, he was just so. You really hit the nail on the head there. Mm-hmm. N- not an empath at all. Mm. You know who is an empath? Grover on Sesame Street. Mm. Okay, not sure where you're going with this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jeez, yeah. Could you prove the point more? That's. I took an online quiz. Okay. And I got Grover, and it makes sense because Grover's an empath. Totally. Grover empath. is an great empath. listener. Okay. Great listener. Okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, he was just not an empath. No connection. Mm-hmm. It was a nightmare, quite frankly. But okay. Well, let's get to your naked ride in just a moment. Oh, uh, I want to okay. talk to Michael Crichton for just a moment. Uh, so hang, about... on, hang on. Okay. Ooh, still mm-hmm. writing. Still working on this book. Yeah. I the two kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's gonna find out what going? happened to these two. We need to <laughs> get them together. Great. So oh, wonderful. I think I'm, I think I'm putting together what the story's about. It's really well, exciting. I don't think so. I didn't know if it was going to go in like a My Girl direction or mm-hmm. a Parent Trap direction. Mm, I think it feel, feels like it's going to be a Parent Trap direction, but I could be wrong, but I could be wrong. <gasps> uh, so not a lot of people know this, but you had a, a, a movie that was released the exact same year as Jurassic Park <gasps> called Rising Sun starring Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, like, Jurassic Park was such a mega success. Mm-hmm. Was Christian like, Bale also in the I movie? I don't know. I think you're thinking of um, Empire of the Sun, uh, which is also a Spielberg movie, mind. I believe. Um, so, yeah. So, Jurassic Park, there was such a huge fanfare for Jurassic Park yes, coming out. Agreed, nobody, yes, Nobody talked about Rising Sun, which was, of course, starring Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes yeah. Were you surprised that there wasn't an equally large fanfare for rising sun i mean a I movie can't... about two cops investigating a murdered prostitute at a japanese company in los mm-hmm. angeles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm almost sad to say i actually know what that one's about yeah i, of I mean of course of course, of course. Mm-hmm. was i was i surprised mm-hmm. i was absolutely shocked mm-hmm. i i thought oh my god i how could a story about uh office politics and uh 
a semi-sexual thriller starring Sean Connery in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, how is it Japanese company in Los Angeles? If, uh, I, if I'm, if the, the Wikipedia is correct. Let oh. him tell Let me tell story, it. Yeah. please. Yeah, I moved around. My movies moved around. Mm. Everybody moved around. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Look, um, but here we are, all right? Okay. The, yeah, uh, a story about, uh, uh, yes, office politics mm-hmm. in, in uh, a Japanese company mm-hmm. in L.A. or Japan. Maybe it's, and this might be crazy, Bicoastal has two, Bicoastal. two offices, Ooh, one wow. on the, the West Coast and one on the Japanese coast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I love coasts. Look, we've already explained. I love coasts. I love sailing. Mm-hmm. I wish I was. I created yeah. three other hometowns for myself. Two cities. Two yes. cities. They both share an ocean. Anyway. You know? Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought clearly that's going to be superior to a magical world where dinosaurs exist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also on an island. Mm-hmm. And Ooh, people tour it and it doesn't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Man's Really, it's like, which is the better story of man's hubris going haywire mm. someone plays god and creates uh dinosaurs and mm-hmm. has them all run amok to the delight and terror of some uh a story that blends horror and wonder and fascination perfectly or hey there's uh might have been a murder at the f- high up in an office building mm-hmm. it has maybe four characters <laughs> um has sexual overtones. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is uh, like sixty years old. The other's like high forties. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always had. Trouble. I love yeah. high forties. And you know what? I think probably because it was in the nineties, there was like a million dollars was a lot of money. So whatever. <laughs> like the thing is, yeah, you don't understand. That we had a million dollars yeah. on the line. Yeah, it, it's, this company was gonna lose a million dollars. Yeah, we yeah exactly. This mm-hmm. was, and so I thought clearly this is the one mm-hmm. that's gonna hit. And then of course, believe it or not, when people think of Rising Sun, the mm-hmm. title Rising Sun, which I thought was perfect, which I fought for so hard. Oh yeah, people don't think of no. Sean Connery, Wesley Snipes, no. L.A. Downtown L.A. No less. Yeah, downtown L.A. <laughs> oh, I just. You know what? I just, uh, 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 I, I don't, you know, there is no justice. Mm. You know, you know what, uh, you know what Rising Sun really needed, honestly, mm. was. Only John Williams had done the soundtrack for Rising Sun. John, I needed you and you, mm-hmm. you, you could have told you me. You really or a, dropped or the a ball. Lovely, a lovely naked lady on one of those yes. uh, dinosaurs. Yeah. Ooh, that would have been great. You know what? If Rising Sun had dinosaurs in it and also a naked oh, lady on oops, the dinosaur. Oops. Uh, no, 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 no mistakes. <laughs> there were dinosaurs. There should have been a dinosaur. Can I ask you a question real quick about Rising Sun? You keep on you mentioning this, like sexual content in Rising uh-huh. Sun. You really hit Sexual. The, broadest, the prostitute was murdered in mm. the movie. So mm-hmm. where was the sexual content from in uh, Rising Sun? Uh, I see. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> this is not, of course, to suggest that only prostitutes can be the sexual characters. But I'm just wondering if it wasn't her because she wasn't there anymore. Yeah, like where? If someone's was... not a prostitute, they never have sex. That's not. It's not true. <laughs> no, no, of course not. I made fun of you. <laughs> Everyone has sex. Um, now. I just want to reiterate again. I believe everyone has sex. Mm-hmm. I didn't have okay. sex with Leo Frick towards the end, honestly. Oh. Ooh. All no. right. You shut it out. You shut mm. it off. You it shut off the tap. A, no. Wow. <laughs> oh, Jeez. my God. My you God. know what? That's a, a product of right there. I, you li- <laughs> Jared lives in the financial district. Uh-huh. And he hears too many he's nasty, getting, nasty mouths out you know there. The other thing is he's getting into his tough Philly mentality uh-huh. so he can really relate It's to a them. mix. It's a mix oh. of the Philly, that train to Philly, mm-hmm. and it's a mix of living. This is why you, you shouldn't live. In Fido. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm one those, of you. I went to Pets and uh-huh. Gino's to All get those, a cheese uh, Shut off the yeah. tap. Brusk Wall Street traders talking about women's bodies. <laughs> like they're like there's some sort of faucet that they can yeah. turn the sex mm-hmm. on and off. Oh, yeah. You're right. You know, they're, uh, they have definitely affected me on an unconscious level, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, we've got to take a short break, uh, but we will mm. be right back with Lady Godiva and, and a, with a very sassy Lady Godiva and Michael Crichton on Famous Dead People. Stay with us. 
Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or whatever app you are using to listen to podcasts. Rate us five stars, leave a comment, tell your friends. All that stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show or if you have any comments that you want to shoot over to us, whatever we love hearing from fans. Uh, Also, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now. It is hilarious. I hope that you will check that out and read that and uh, leave reviews, awesome reviews on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com or whatever and tell your friends to read it because it's super fun and I want that money. Also, go check out jaredbranson.com for all the latest on my show dates and uh, up-to-date project information. And lastly, if you really like Famous Dead People and you want to send us some money to help keep the show on the air, go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash people and click on the Support the Show button. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the podcast. Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jared Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are 20th century American author and screenwriter, best known for works such as Jurassic Park and Sphere, Michael Crichton. Rising Sun. And 11th century <laughs> English noblewoman, the Countess of Mercia, a.k.a. Lady Godiva. Yes, hello. Uh, so let's go back to Lady Godiva for just a moment. Mm. So... Um, you come up with this plan. Your husband is like, "All right, I'll, I'll, I'll settle down." But you the know taxes. what else I did to get his attention? Come Ooh, to think of it, what else did you do? Sometimes I would do that thing where I knew when he was going to be home from work, and mm-hmm. so I'd hide behind the fridge to be a little playful. Okay, and then I would just sort of jump out when he was like, "Hello, hello, oh. is anybody here?" Mm-hmm. And he didn't think I was home. You know, mm-hmm. what, I love that that thing that couples do when like. The excitement is waning Mm -hmm, and you want a mm -hmm. a little bit of a thrill and you've tried just about everything else. Mm -hmm. So I would hide behind the fridge and then wait till he made his way into the kitchen Mm -hmm. and then I'd jump out and for but a moment it was exciting again. Oh, yeah. But still that didn't work and then he didn't really... Mm-hmm. So then I got naked and got on the horse. Of and, course, oops, yeah. And rode around him. So now here's the thing that I wanted to ask you about. So you plan this ride, the the you're going to get on the horse, you're going to ride through the town naked, <sighs> and then your husband is going to to uh, to calm down on the taxes for all these poor people. Mm-hmm. And you had said earlier that this was something that you wanted to do, that you were excited about doing, yeah. and that you thought that if everybody saw you riding this naked horse, then everybody would feel better. But I wanted to ask you, because part of part of your plan, though, is that you told everybody they have to stay inside and they have to shut their windows. Oh, yeah. Okay? So that was like part of your plan. But that was just a tactic, because when you tell people no, they're going to do it. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's really so not your that way complicated. Of like, this is your way of like, um, like, like making people more excited about looking at you riding yes, the naked horse. Absolutely. Gotcha. Now, were you then surprised that almost everybody just stayed in their houses with their windows closed? No, not no, at all. No, you weren't. Because people, it's really more what's in the mind that turns you on, you know? And so wasn't offended at all. Gotcha. So, you, so you're thinking, all right, I'm going to tell everybody they have to stay home and close their windows. Because just how, well, I don't know. Best case scenario, what? they become more interested and they all come out to see me ride the horse naked. Yeah. Worst case scenario, they're in the I mean, look how imagining. Excited, look how excited you are about talking about me naked on a horse and you weren't even there. Listen, I, yes, that is, that is a very good point. All right? And you didn't see a thing. I did not see a thing. And yet you can't stop talking about it thinking mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. here i am like a billion years later mm-hmm. and everyone is still talking about it that's true now if that's yeah. not a successful campaign i don't know that is what a, it was is. a extremely successful campaign mm-hmm. um so um that's it what's up is that it that is not it i have, <laughs> oh. lots, of, I have lots of questions about i this. feel like every time we come back to me it's like one thing and then moving back right. over to my book right <laughs> no no no, no we, which is fine because i love him so much yeah we got a lot of stuff to unpack here well i love you we got a lot of stuff to <laughs> but unpack i want to hear more oh, yeah. no 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 mm-hmm. okay so when you were so here's the thing it's like mm-hmm. at my college we had this thing called the naked mile where it was like once a year and everybody would meet at this oh, one like part of campus. Oh, like an undie run? An undie run, yeah. Mm. Everybody would meet at this one part of campus. Where did you go to school? Kenyon College in Ohio. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
And there was this one section of path that was exactly one mile long. And everybody would start at this one end. They would all get naked. They would run to the other end. <gasps> it was called the Naked Mile. Okay. Did you ever think about doing something like that? Pause. You know, did okay. you get naked and do the Naked Mile? I did not do the Naked Mile. Mm. And you know what? I'm disappointed. I really wish that I had done the Naked you Mile. You can always really go back. It's really coming out right now. I don't know if that. You can go back. I need to be a little weird for no. a 40-year-old Kenyan college, please invite Jared Berenstein <laughs> I... to come back for the Naked now, Mile. No, I've no. studied I've studied college <laughs> law for, for a book I'm writing. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and I've Pelican I, Brief? Uh two. Pelican Brief two. Yes. Oh I took it over from John. Mm. Um so the um uh, once you've gone to a college, you can always return and do and run naked and do the naked mile. Yeah, yes. well, you you are always allowed to. Interesting. Yes. So, so go I, back. I show Please up. go mm -hmm. back. I show up. I'm surrounded by a bunch of naked. But tell no one to look. 18, 18 to twenty two year old mm -hmm. children, mm -hmm. uh, and there's just me, a forty year old man who do, who no longer goes to this college, <laughs> mm -hmm. is also naked with them. You and, don't think that that would be a problem? Well, and don't forget, there are probably also underage people who are. Pretending that they're that old because they really want to do the run. You think mm. you think there are underage people from like 16, the town, seventeen, sixteen-year-olds, yeah, but maybe I... child geniuses who skipped a couple of mm -hmm. grades. Yep. Oh, wunderkinds. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? Wunderkinds. Oh, wunderkinds. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yes, possibly. Yeah. No, yeah, no. I don't think I, I think it would be a really mm -hmm. bad idea. I think I'd get into a lot of trouble for that. I just don't. I have such a hard time believing because I did an undie run in my day, and I just have a hard time believing you're the only high forties person there <laughs> doing the run. <laughs> Just don't buy it. Also, not high 40, please. <laughs> please. I'm almost 40. Almost? Almost 40. I know it's impossible to look at me. No, think, no, you have the most beautiful. This guy's almost 50. No, no, no. I'm just confused. I could have sworn the last time I was here you were celebrating a bit. I messed it up. <laughs> It's okay. If you're just joining us, Jared is beautiful. Oh, wonderful. Uh, I like this. So, did you, yeah, did you ever think about doing something like that? Like, I'll, I'll ride my naked horse through the town, but you know what would be really fun what? is if, like, we had a lot of naked people on horses. And that way I would satisfy <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my husband's criteria, but also it wouldn't just be the naked lady Godiva show. I try. Oh, that's a great <laughs> idea. When you throw a show at the end. <laughs> I like that. No, so I tried to do it the following year. I tried to get everybody on board, but... Oh, yeah. You thought it'd be a fun annual thing. I really did, but, um. you know, it had lost steam by then. It's all about momentum, and mm. I waited too long to get everybody on board. I didn't have good PR. I was trying to do it all alone. You really need a team. Mm -hmm. You really need a team. And I just didn't have that. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be really hard to arrange things like that. I completely understand. Mm. Uh, let's go back to Michael Crichton for just a moment. Mm -hmm. So, oh, it looks like he's finishing up a little writing. All right. All right. Man, he's really making headway in this. He's using an erasable pen. Wow, you don't see those anymore. You really don't. Mm -hmm. He did. Huh? Stung to death by <gasps> bees. Oh, my God. my God. It sounds like a little bit like my girl. Sorry, what? It doesn't matter. Neither here nor oh, there. Oh, no. I keep talking. That's not right. <laughs> so, Michael Crichton, mm -hmm. I read on Wikipedia, you always plan on being a writer, but while you were studying literature at Harvard in 1960, mm -hmm. you had this teacher. What do you mean? What are you booing, Lady Harvard? Harvard. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You went to an institution. Totally. totally Harvard. Wait. They have a museum there with every single animal that, like, Mr. Harvard or whatever, like, hunted and killed and mm -hmm. then they stuffed it i've been mm -hmm. there oh yeah it's so gross yeah that sounds mm -hmm. I, I mean i that always bothers me a little bit like whenever i see like a stuffed animal even at the museum i'm like ugh, come on this used to be a living thing mm -hmm. yeah you know well, for science give me a break give yeah. me a break give me a break anyway sorry no Sarah. no animal has ever been harmed in any of my books <laughs> only prostitutes and, and dinosaurs, dinosaurs. <laughs> and, dinosaurs <laughs> and the people who are around them mm. oh <laughs> Thank God you're mm -hmm. you were a hero, Michael Crichton. Mm -hmm. uh, so, in 1960, you're at Harvard. You thought oh, you had yeah. a teacher who was being unfair to you mm -hmm. and grading you worse than you deserve. Mm -hmm. So you submitted an essay by George Orwell as your own to see if you could prove that he had this bias. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yeah, that's okay. exactly right. Do you remember this essay that you submitted that was by George Orwell that you submitted to the class? Yeah, Georgie's essay. Georgie's essay? Yeah. Okay, do you course. remember like, what was it about? Or... Oh. I mean, you know, I was it fiction? Remember. Was it nonfiction? It was, it was, it was nonfiction. Okay. Of course, it was real. All right. It was all real. Well, I thought he'd be, I thought he was being unfair to me, of course, mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm a hardworking person. Yeah. I, I crawled out of a hole, out of a hole in the woods. <laughs> yeah. With a broken ankle. A broken ankle. Snapped. 
Snap, yeah. <laughs> I bound it myself with the uh, some of the dog's leftover skin. Mm-hmm. and Very, very resourceful. Yeah, and I used his teeth. How long did you have to wait for that skin to dry? A long time, yeah. <laughs> did you salt it? I I, I did, because I, I, I did have salt on me. Mm-hmm. I had some salt. No and I science. salted it all. He said he didn't have any science with it. Salt him. isn't science. Salt is science. All it's right. A, it's a cat. Cal- you know what I had? I had sodium. I had raw <laughs> sodium and I had raw, raw chlorine. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just threw them together hot mm-hmm. enough. Oh, and wow. And I salted my own that's wound. You, that's how you make salt. Totally. Mm-hmm. That's how you make salt. Your own little big bang. Mm, <laughs> that's right. Yes. But every day I looked at that amber and I said, I will not give up. And so I fashioned the dog's teeth into uh, uh, little climbing, uh, um, like little crampons I could put on my oh, wow. knuckles, and I climbed out. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that'd make a good entry essay, and Harvard agreed. Okay. And I got there, and then this piece of shit was like, uh, what did he say again? Uh, yeah, it was unfair. Yeah, he was, he was he just generally unfair. Okay. He graded me unfairly, so I submitted to him. This George Orwell this essay. This George Orwell's essay. Now, Wr- written by George Orwell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called I'm Watching You. It's called I'm Watching You. I'm Watching You. you. Yeah. <gasps> All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was it about? It was about uh, Dwight Eisenhower. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was about Dwight. Dwight Eisenhower, okay. Mike, oh. and uh, very interesting that George Orwell would be able to write this. I think uh-huh. I'm not sure if the timing works out. Oh uh-huh. wait, no, maybe it does. Maybe never it mind. Does. I'm an idiot. Oh, God, yeah. Jared, please. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, so Ike is is there, and uh, 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 Ike is he went in. Uh, you know, uh, Ike went out for a sandwich one night. Mm-hmm. You know, to the this general. Is, this store. is what the essay is about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And um, and he's he he gets the feeling. Oh my god! I think I'm being followed. You know, Ooh. I'm getting being followed, right? Oh. So Ike turns, gets to the general store, and he orders a sandwich. Uh, you know, really, actually, only bread on only butter on bread. Mm-hmm. But he put them together, and then he heated it. You know, because mm-hmm. the melted butter in the middle. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and put some onions in there too. I mean, you got to do something with it. Yeah, have bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So he does that. Some jam there too. I do tortillas with butter and salt on them. Mm -hmm. Uh It's a good little snack. Yeah. Yeah. So he's leaving the store. It's it's almost midnight. uh, So he can't see anything. But Uh. it's perfect time for a sandwich. Mm -hmm. So then he And that's when he sees her. Yeah, that's when he sees her. That's exactly right. Well. He sees uh, he sees uh, his his future, he sees the ghost of his wife. Mm. Oh, yeah, no. Of wow. Mamie. Do you mind if I, if we just sort of like <laughs> skip to skip to the end of this essay? Okay, all right. All right? Because I wanted to know right. what your teacher then did when you submitted this George Orwell essay. Okay. You know, like what, was, right. his, what was his reaction? And Jared's got a trying to get Yes, that's did. true. And you a hurt sign to those up. books. Yeah, $15 a pop, get yeah. ready, cash only, tips mm-hmm. appreciated. No, he's got a square. He's I got, got a square. Oh, yeah, he's got a square. So yeah. I could definitely take pay. He's in the oh, holiday no. market. But what is it. your plan? Oh, holiday market, no. did you say? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. It's a wonderful gift, everybody, the Kelly and Conway technique. You should get on oh, board. Oh, and the square. You keep, on, you keep on talking about this train that I'm catching to get to Philadelphia yeah. after the show. This show is an hour long, regardless of if I have anywhere to be <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> There's no. I'm not gonna rush. You've this just show. got us on edge. We can't. Mm-hmm. We can't finish the show any earlier. Honestly, ladies you're and gentlemen, you're on trains. You're checking your Wikipedia. Yeah, he's literally <laughs> dry, like, uh, how many emails? How many texts? Did, oh shoot, shoot, hmm. shoot. Sorry. What? How many emails? <laughs> though in, you repeated like, I gotta get out of here. Arrive mm-hmm, at twelve fifty. I did. I did ask Lady Godiva and Michael Crichton to make sure to be on time mm-hmm. so that I could get out of here on time yep. so I could Pure go do stand up in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but guys, this show should not be about Jared Berenstein. Yeah, right. This is a show about oh, right. Right. famous so, people that I have brought I, into the studio. I mean, I have a crush. Is that exciting to anybody here? You do have a crush. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh Lady Godiva. I am crush? Oh well, I can't name names. No, please. But I can describe them. Yes, please do. Who do you have a crush on? <laughs> Well, okay, fine. Do is you it know, someone what? famous? It is someone famous. Ooh, all right. Should they be dead? Mm-hmm. No, it's anything. Oh. 
You're allowed to have a crush on whoever you want, Lena. Okay, yeah. well, it's Bobby Cannavale. Oh. Yeah, he, totally. And all drink That's of water, Bobby Cannavale. Isn't he just? And he has anger he really, issues. I like it. Oh, I, I like love it. anger issues. That's the problem mm. with me. I love avoidant guys, mm-hmm. and I like them a little angry, okay. and I like when they tease, but when they, like, make fun of me, but, like, I can't tell if it's, like, out of love or out of, like, they want to bring me down in like a Bradley Cooper bringing down Lady Gaga way in Star is Born because okay. he's jealous of a success. Mm-hmm. But I like that, and it's bad. It's oh, so yeah. bad. What yeah. was the what was what what did it for you? Which which Bobby Cannavale performance really um, you know made this brought this crush to fruition? Totally, it was less of a performance and more of a picture, like an image I saw of him when he played an EMT in something. Oh, and he had okay. a stethoscope. His most famous role. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a paramedic in I don't know what, mm. but it was a photo, and he's like kind of like doing a three quarter mm-hmm. turn, but eyes to camera. Mm-hmm. Are you looking it up? No, no, no. I'm just curious. Huh. And he had a stethoscope, <laughs> and it said paramedic mm. on his up on his chest. That's what did it for me. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a hot picture. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that would do it for me. Do you have a crush on anybody now? Oh, uh, Michael yeah. Crichton? A lot of them. I know. Of you, I read from the Wikipedia that you had five wives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Married no crushes on times. them. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Those, yeah, those all ended badly. Willie mm-hmm. Nelson had seven. Seven wives. Seven wives. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Who do you have a crush on now? I have a crush. Okay. You want to know? I have a crush on, oh, God, who? Avril Lavigne. I do. Yeah. What a good guess. I love Avril Lavigne. All the women that exist. I just love. She hit the nail on the head. She grew up, you know, and it was clear they were trying to make her something she wasn't. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you know, and then she decided to, to... Really changed. She married the guy from Sum 41, and then that ended. Derek mm-hmm. Wibley. Uh-huh, Derek Wibley. <laughs> she married Derek Wibley. And then she's like, enough of this. And then she's like, let me get back to having fun. And she released that that song that's like, uh, hey, what the hell, or whatever. And it's like, oh, oh I'm going to hey, I'm gonna hey, fuck hey, whoever I want. Like a girlfriend. Yep. Wait, one. That's the one. Hmm. Yeah, it's like, hey, because at first it was like, he's a skater boy. Now it's like. I'm going to fuck this guy's, I'm going to fuck you, mm-hmm. uh, even though you have a girlfriend. And I like that. That's like, come on, come yeah. into your own. <laughs> totally. You know what I mean? And, totally. And that's what I like. I mm. like dinosaurs. I like Sean Connery around a dead body. Downtown LA. A downtown LA. <laughs> the Japanese coast. Yep. And I love Avril. I love, yeah. If you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. And my guests today are 11th century English noblewoman, the Countess of Mercia, a.k.a. Lady Godiva. Hi, Derek Wibley. And a 20th century American author and screenwriter, Michael Crichton. He was a boy. <gasps> she, she was, was a girl. girl. Could Can I make it any more obvious? What a great song. Such a great song book that she's got. Um, I wanted to ask you, Michael Crichton. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, oh, oh, still writing. Yeah. This is a prolific We are in the presence man. of uh, the next masterpiece, mm-hmm. the next pelican break. Well, let's see how this paragraph ends. Both, both twins <laughs> smiled at each other Ooh. and fell down dead. Wow. Oh, I don't know that one. <laughs> that is, what, what? That's this not it a real departure. with the Olsen twins. It really does. What? Uh, so who? you wrote a few nonfiction books <laughs> in addition to all of your many incredible uh-huh. works of fiction. Uh, by the way, can I answer the end of the last one? Oh, what was the end of the last question? Uh, you wanted to know about my uh, when I gave in Georgie's essay. Oh, yeah, that's so right. So I threatened my, my <clears throat> teacher um, viciously. <gasps> oh. I choked him almost to the point of passing out. Oh my in God. front of the class? Yes, in front of the class. <laughs> and I said, let this be a lesson to... And you know what? And I took his tie and I tied it to the doorknob. Oh! And I choked him with it. Oh my god! And and that's and and you know what? It got me a standing ovation because that's what works at Harvard because there's hubris there. Wow! Anyway. I picture you doing that with those beautiful like wraparound sunglasses <laughs> that have like a blue sheen on the <laughs> front. Yep, the, you know the ones that go up over the top of your head. Oh, I do. I yeah. The sunglasses that go over the top of your head. Yeah. Jared, please, <laughs> honestly. Mm-hmm. I was dressed. I was wearing goggles. I was mm. dressed like Michael. F- you were just like who? 
Michael Phelps. Oh, Michael yeah, yeah, Phelps. Yeah. Swim goggles. That's right. It was a, it was the sixties. It was mm. the time. I'm a Ryan Lochte girl myself. So, okay, so you would be. Yeah, he's a bad boy. <laughs> so you're saying so you choked this guy out in front of the entire class. Mm-hmm. Did that? Did you then? Can you take in that class? Did he grade that George Orwell essay that you that you submitted? He did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How did yeah. he do? I got a B. Got it was B. unfair. It was unfair, and yeah. and the evidence. There's your evidence right there. And now he's dead somewhere in Maine. <gasps> somewhere in Maine. Wow. Where you left the body. Uh, that? Where you left the body. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to take the, oh, uh, <laughs> I mean. I wanted to ask you about your nonfiction books. All so right. you were studying to be a doctor for a while, mm-hmm. um, but you left because you did not like the way that the metal, medical community was being run. And you wrote this book called Five Patients, which yes. recounts uh, the experience of five patients in their hospital, fictional uh, people or, or nonfiction people, uh, in their hospital trips to reveal the inadequacies of medical care <gasps> at that time. A regular Patch Adams. Yes. If you will. <laughs> yes. So can you tell us a little bit about what these five patients, like what their stories were, what the inadequacies in the healthcare industry were at the time that you were trying to to bring to light so that oh, people would know. My pleasure. And this is a nonfiction book? Yes, this was a nonfiction yes, book that you wrote. Of course. Sorry. Um, yes, it was. it's difficult. You know, mm-hmm. being there, I was able to firsthand see finally the full injustice of our medical system. Mm-hmm. So first I saw a child. A child who, <gasps> yeah, he... He was he was sick. He had cancer, unfortunately, mm. and then he just could not get the care that he needed mm. because he didn't have the money. You know, he didn't have the money in this big house. So you got naked, <laughs> and you rode around. Oh, oh, I wish that is so beautiful. I wish I could. Uh, I should have brought a horse to the hospital. That would have been great. The doctor in the movie or in the book was hilarious. He reminded me of the genie from Aladdin. Oh, yeah. He was hilarious. He was wonderful. It didn't work. Wait, he, so this was, there was like one doctor who was seating to all these five patients. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Ugh. Now, one of them, like I said, was a kid. The other one, uh, one was a, 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 a an older man. Mm-hmm. He uh, had a Scottish uh, brogue to him. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, he, he got injured uh, on a movie set. You see, he was, uh, he was James Bond. And he, <laughs> he had a, uh, Hurt himself uh, oh, doing no. a stunt, mm. and yet he couldn't get the care that he needed either. Oh. Yeah, and mm. uh, a lovely, lovely person. Okay. And, yeah, and then next to him was a velociraptor, oh. and this poor raptor, just like me, had a broken ankle. Oh, you know, no. and that raptor sat there and said, "Help me! Help me! Help me!" And they wouldn't give him any the drugs. The raptor couldn't get the care the, that he needed. Oh, that my raptor. God. Yeah, you know why? Because he didn't have ID. Wow. Or something, or insurance. Oh, I and hate there, that. that's where we threw that. And I said, This is unfair. Mm. And so one night, I killed a dog, oh. put that dead dog's skin, all, dried it out, of course, through the, through, through the elements together, mm-hmm. salted that, yeah. healed, the, healed the raptor, and let the raptor do what it does. Okay, so okay. that's three of the five patients. Mm-hmm. And then the, there the were. Child. <gasps> The old man who was who was the Scottish Injured broke, on the movie. Injured on the movie set. We have the raptor with a broken ankle. Yes. Oh boy. All right. And then of course there were the the the, the twin children. The twin children. Yeah. Oh, wow. The two kids. Oh wow, that's a twist. Mm. You don't you think that's gonna be five individual <gasps> patients, but one of them is twins. Mm-hmm. Jared, ah, twins are individuals yes. too. <laughs> they were, you monster. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sorry, so there's a five unrelated people, five unrelated patients. But oh. two of them were related. They were twins. Oh. Wow. And so what was the deal with the twins? The twins, they both, they they kept thinking they were the other one. They, uh, oh, they were like switch switch personalities. They kept switching personalities. Oh. And so we, and they couldn't get the, the care that they needed either. Of just someone to come in and say, this is your name. <laughs> and someone else to say, this is your name. And yet. So frustrating. <laughs> it was, I, I could not. And so I stormed out of there. It really bothers me how little progress has been made in Agreed. the medical care community because I, the, the, we still have these problems today. Mm-hmm. I know. All five of these problems. Uh, let's go back to Lady Godiva for just a moment. So according to the legend, <gasps> there was one person who sneaked a peek at you when you were doing your naked ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where we get the name Peeping Tom from. He was a guy named Tom and he peeped you and he peeped. while you were naked. He totally peeped. Okay, so did you know... 
Tom before this yes, happened? Like he's I one of the did, villagers? and I knew he would look. Mm-hmm. He had no imagination. No, uh, it never, never had a relationship before. Mm-hmm. Just no ability to trust in his own fantasies. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. smoked a lot of weed. Uh, therefore, had no dreams. Mm-hmm. Which I, it's not like I heard this through the town. He told me this firsthand one so night. So was his name High Tom before? <laughs> before he became or? Peeping Tom. <laughs> yes. He's just one of those guys that whatever he does, that's like part of his name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's just some people that are like that. You know? Oh no, I know. Hundred percent. But yeah, so we'd met at a happy hour, like six months prior to me getting on the horse and doing my performance. Mm-hmm. And it was at happy hour that like he opened and I love happy hour because happy hour is when they do fun things like tiki theme drinks. Mm, yeah. Are happy you mad are at me too? I'm not mad. Okay. Why would I be and mad at you? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we met at a happy hour. At that point he was high Tom. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, he just started rambling and opening up to me about how like no dreams. I was telling him that I'd recently had a dream where cilantro was heavily featured and that then when I looked into it, this is totally true. Cilantro, there's actually herbs have very strong symbolism in dreams. Mm. And so my cilantro dream meant I was like avoiding change. Oh, <sighs> And then that's when he said, oh, Lady Godiva, I've never had a dream. Because I, of all the weed. Because of all the weed. Wow. And ugh, so it didn't surprise me. That when I, you know, did my thing, got nude, who just throws open the shutters? Mm-hmm. Tom. Tom does, yeah. Now there's a little, the, the story's a little unclear as to what happened to him afterwards. Some people say that uh, God struck him blind for looking at there you. There is no God. So okay. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next Some, some people say that um, uh, that uh, he he died, but that it doesn't say okay. if it like, just happened instantly, mm-hmm. like he had a heart attack by looking at your dead body. Another people say that the townspeople were so upset mm-hmm. that they looked that they lynched him and they blinded him themselves. Uh, can you tell us what actually happened to I'm Tom gonna choose, after he peeped on you? I'm going to choose the first, the second one you said. That he died. Yes. He died. <laughs> yeah, he died. Wow. Um, and he, yeah, he died. He he just was, he lived alone. Mm-hmm. He lived alone. And one day he was eating those, he was eating nuts. Mm-hmm. And um, did you ever see that 30 Rock episode where Liz Lemon talks about, like, the fear of living alone and, and then you choke and... And then nobody finds your body. I've never mm-hmm. seen it, but mm-hmm. I heard about it. Yeah. And anyway, that's what happened. Wow. He was lonely. Was that like, did, did he, like, he, was he, he was eating nuts and then he saw you and then he choked on the nut and died? Is that what happened? Oh, no, no, no. This was, like, years later. This was, so there was mm. no ramifications. There were no oh, consequences. no correlation to me yeah. being naked. On, no, not at all. So there were no consequences to him peeping on you. No, none. You mm. know, that was just his own... Sadness. Yeah, he couldn't have the imagination to just imagine what you would look no, like. No, but years later, like about 25 years later, mm-hmm. he choked on nuts. Oh, mm. yeah. That is a shame. You got to be careful. You know, have a support system, everybody. No. I know. They'll you know. get in there. You know. uh, very quickly. So just wanted to ask you, did the plan work? Did your husband alleviate the taxes after your naked ride? No. No. Oh. Oh. Leo Frick. Come Hubris. on, man. I know. Hubris. Totally. That's another failed complex system mm-hmm. right there because of human fallibility. And that's when I left. When I left him. Mm. That's mm. You know what? You did the right thing, Lady Diver. You got to do what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we only have time for one more question, I think. So uh, <gasps> let me ask you, uh, Michael Crichton, about some of your lesser known titles. Uh, 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 and uh, 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 Oh, sorry. You're finishing, <laughs> finishing your novel? Murder has been solved, <laughs> said the detective. There's a lot of stuff, little different stuff in this book. I'm really I love excited it. about yes, reading right. it. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to ask you really quickly, tell me what these books are about. Okay. Some lesser known Michael Rabbit Crichton fire? titles. All right. Yeah. Uh, now it should be noted I wrote mm-hmm. all of these I, I would always go back to the hole to write mm-hmm. so I was oh, climbing the hole people would throw down barbecue at me <laughs> and play the blues <laughs> and I would write Memphis style barbecue uh-huh. what mm-hmm. is yep. Memphis style sweet sweet heat sweet heat oh <laughs> yep alright Zero Cool Zero Cool is about um, a loser who can't get laid and then he dies <laughs> The venom business. The, the the venom business. The venom business. Oh, this is about a snake who um, 
He got run over on the freeway. <laughs> he got run over the freeway, but wouldn't let that stop him. And then a Mexican guy jumps out of the car and picks up the pieces. Oh, she's exactly a big right. fan. Lady yeah, Gaga's a huge that's fan. That's the one. The yes, you've read it. Yeah. Uh, what about the book Scratch One? Scratch One is about uh, a, a, a scratch off ticket, and it 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 longs to be. <laughs> Completed to see if it's a winner or a loser. It's a real, ex- it's a real existential. Uh, wow, early step my thing. Real angst, yeah. And uh, lastly, there was a book called The Terminal Man. The Terminal Man. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, do you know this? One? <laughs> it's that Tom Hanks, Catherine Zeta Jones. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. Oh, where he lives in the terminal. Yeah, it's yeah. terminal. Oh, I don't was... think I don't think Catherine Zeta Jones is in that. She is. She, is. she uh, plays oh, the. She really? she plays the yeah, yeah, she's the. She's in it. Mm. Yeah, she's she's his love interest. Wow, what it's... an incredible career that both of you have had. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a Mexican guy shows up. Shows up. <laughs> yeah. Frozen. With the snake. <laughs> With the snake from yeah. another one. Ooh, yeah. Talk, call, it's all part of one universe. Every book that you wrote, Michael Crichton, Look, part the of the snake same got universe. into the hole and really influenced <laughs> about three to five of my books. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this week's oh. episode Jared's of Famous Dead People. Um, that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd like to thank my guests, Michael Crichton and Lady Godiva, for joining me in the studio today. Thank yes, you. Yes, I'm with you. Do either of you have any comedy shows or um, Twitter accounts or comedians that you're big fans of? Uh, Michael Crichton, anything oh, yeah. you want to tell people about? Yeah, of course. As a, as a writer, I know good comedy. And at John Bander is a <laughs> highly criminally underread Twitter mm, feed. Definitely. Um, I would say they should go to premiere the improvised musical, 10 p.m. Fridays at The Magnet. And uh, Characters Welcome is the third Monday of every month at 9 at Ooh. UCB. Sounds good. And uh, Lady Godiva, anything you want to talk about? I'm a big fan of Sarah Silverman. Mm, and, she's great. And I'm, um, oh, oh, yes, follow um, at Lobster Bisque. The, that's Rebecca Robles, and also follow at the Rebecca Robles Show, both on mm. Instagram. Lobster Bisque just went public, so everyone's welcome. Wonderful. All right, I'm, of course, your host, Jared Berenstein. You can mm-hmm. check out all my stuff at jaredberenstein.com. Uh, rate and review the podcast. Please. Come see Junior Varsity. Our team is being disbanded, so you can see our mm. last month of shows this January 2019, every Thursday at 7 p.m. at the Magnet Theater. Hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. We're here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Jeff, you wanted to add Lady Gadab? No. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. We're recording here. We got a backup recording, so that's two, one, one for both of you guys. One, Kelly hey, and Conway for the we'll both of you. Excited yeah. for the show. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about mm-hmm. it. I got a square reader. Oh yeah. I got a square reader. Oh good. Oh, so well, my, uh, <laughs> oh, my whole wallet <laughs> fell in the pool. <laughs>